0: Hello friends and welcome back to the first episode of Quick Take in quite a while. Um, I apologize for the delay. Um, I've I've been busy and was actually ill a couple times, but how can you not do a podcast uh, this weekend when we're just a few days away from Apple's uh, usual fall iPhone event? And so there'll be lots of interesting things to talk about, certainly after Apple makes those announcements this coming Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific um but there's some things we can kind of speculate and it's always fun to kind of speculate and look ahead and think about what apple might be announcing Um, of course with the fall september event you know it used to be that the new iphone models came out in june but for the last several years apple has done a september event which is focused around the iphone so while a lot of the things we'll talk about tonight there'll be some doubt or some hesitation or some well i don't know if they're really going to do this at this event you can be assured at the September event that Apple's going to have new iPhone models because the iPhone is by far the largest uh, piece of Apple's revenue and profit pie um and you know today in the company's financials and so you know that's something they can't drop the ball on so Apple will absolutely be introducing new iPhone models this coming Wednesday we can be sure of that we and we can also be sure because uh 9 to 5 Mac a, a website one of the blogs that covers Apple um actually somehow came across a couple of leaked images of new products, including uh, new iPhone models. But but even without that th- that certainty, um, you can just always count on iPhones at this event. And uh, the rumor mill has actually known for, for quite a while what this was going to be. I think a lot of times these rumors come from supply chain leaks where, you know, Apple certainly does a lot that, you know, to, to keep secrecy a thing. You know, secrecy is a, a core value of Apple. They like to have the big wow and reveal things in their way on their time Um, but uh, they can't always control every aspect of the supply chain and that's where a lot of the leaks uh, seem to come from so we've known for quite a while that apple was going to have two updates to the iphone 10 a new you know an update to the the current 5.8 inch screen uh, iphone 10 that we've known for the last year but also uh, something akin to an iphone 10 plus model whether they'll use that term or not um, but something, you know, a larger, essential, essentially a larger version of the iPhone 10 with a 6.5 inch screen, uh, that thing's going to be a monster. Um, so we know that, and we've also known for quite a while through these supply chain leaks that Apple's also planning to introduce, um, a third model in the lineup. And this one's kind of curious. Um, it seems that they're going to be introducing a 6.1 inch screen. Um, so sitting, uh, in between the two sizes of the two new iPhone 10 models, Um, It's going to look essentially like an iPhone 10. According to the rumors, it'll have the notch. It'll have a lot of the same features. It will be largely bezel-less as as the iPhone 10 is, but uh, some of the rumors have indicated that it will have slightly thicker bezels than what we see on the current iPhone 10. And uh, it will only have a single camera, not not the dual lens camera that the iPhone 10 has. So uh, this, this would be a model... Um, that would maybe come in at a lower price point uh, that would be uh, that i 'm sure Apple would try to put as many features as they can in while still keeping it at a lower price uh, to kind of fill those needs um, so that 's what we 're kind of looking at we 're looking at uh, the rumors are, say that Apple will call it the iPhone 10 s which uh, is not surprising uh, because Apple has used the s model to indicate the sort of second generation of the current design. Um, Every year for the last several years, so not a surprise that they would call it that. It is a little awkward because you know I, I Apple calls it the iPhone 10, but as you know, they use that Roman numeral 10, which looks like an X. And so um, I'd bet that that at least by a simple majority, more people refer to it as the iPhone X, you know, out in the popular world, than than call it the iPhone 10. And um, as I said last year, I mean, I was not a fan of Apple calling it the iPhone 10 with the Roman numeral because I felt like we had just gotten uh, away from Mac OS 10, where we had that Roman numeral, and people called it OS X for years. And Apple had finally gotten away from that and, and gone back to just calling it Mac OS, albeit with the weird lowercase m all joined together spelling. Um, and here we were adopting the Roman numeral 10 for a new product, and it was just kind of the same thing all over again as far as being a confusing name. But Apple doesn't seem to care about that. They seem to really like the name and the look, the iconography of the Roman numeral 10. So they seem fine with that. Um it is a little awkward though because if you if you just look at the way or listen to the way uh, somebody might say iPhone XS XS run together sounds like the word excess which is awkward because you know Apple's detractors a lot of times will kind of uh, portray Apple as being a just an expensive luxury unnecessary not even good product and so excess seems to play right into you know, the Apple critics playbook, but, but regardless, if Apple does call it that, which it does seem like that's most likely what they're going to do, the 10 S, but they'll still spell it with the Roman numeral, uh, 10. Um, the Apple doesn't seem to care that people are going to make that. And they've kind of had a long history of not seeming to care about how people make fun of the names. There were a lot of, um, juvenile, um, thing said about the, the name iPad when that first came out and, uh, and Apple didn't change the name. They stuck with it and it's still the iPad today. Unfortunately, people have moved on from, uh, those juvenile, uh, you know, making fun of the name. Um, but it looks like we'll have the iPhone, uh, 10 S and, uh, I don't know if they'll call the bigger one, the iPhone 10 S plus. There's been some speculation that they might use the term, uh, 10 S max, um, we'll see. Maybe they don't like the Plus name anymore. Um, I don't love the Plus name, but I don't know that Mac is any better or worse. We'll see, but that may be what they call it. And um, there's been some, you know, speculation and not any solid rumors about that middle iPhone 10, that cheaper one. But as of today, it seems like uh, the rumors are pretty solidly circling around the fact that they may call it the iPhone 10C, which would make a lot of sense because uh, when the iPhone 5C debuted alongside the iPhone 5S... It was uh, a lower cost version of the iPhone five, basically repackaged with that colorful plastic uh, case. So if they do introduce this iPhone ten C, this lower cost product in multiple colors, the way they did with the iPhone five C, that would make sense since the C kind of stood for color, uh, not cheaper, as I joked the other day. But uh, but that would seem to make a lot of sense. So we'll find out for sure um, on these names when uh, the announcement comes around on um on wednesday and it'll be interesting to see kind of what the iphone lineup looks like you know right now i believe the current lineup is still the iphone se the iphone 6s the iphone 7 the iphone 8 and 8 plus and then the iphone 10 so um it 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 does seem to me likely that the iphone se will go away which is a little sad because a lot of people myself included like that smaller form factor even though i've kind of gone on to Using the bigger phones. Um, that's for a lot of people, that's a popular size. And I do kind of hate to see it go away, but it, it wouldn't surprise me if that happened. And then uh, I don't know if maybe the iPhone seven and eight would move down in price to to kind of you know, as the iPhone 6S slips away and maybe the seven becomes that bottom tier. I don't know. We'll, we'll have to kinda kinda see what they do. I, I suspect that the iPhone 10S uh, will still start at 999. And it'll be interesting to see if the iPhone 10C uh, slides down to the $799 price, or exactly what they do there. Um, the other thing that, uh, with with any of these September events, that I think we can always be pretty assured of, um, again, even without the fact that the uh, uh, nine to five Mac folks got the uh, the leaked image, but I think we can always kind of count on a new Apple Watch model at this September event as well. Apple seems to have liked pairing. Uh, the release of the Apple Watch with the latest iPhones. And so uh, we can very much uh, ex- expect there to be an iPhone, uh, excuse me, an Apple Watch Series 4 uh, debuting. And um, a lot of the rumors going into this had suggested, um, I don't know if larger screen is is right, because I don't know if they will actually have a larger um, form factor to the Apple Watch. I, I think that the the sizes they have um, at 38 and 42 millimeters are actually perfect. So if they do go bigger in that regard with the case size, I hope they wouldn't go more than 44. Um, but, but probably what we'll see is just that it's the same size case, but the, um, but the screen like with the iPhone 10 kind of fills out to the edges, shrinks those bezels down a lot more. And, um, the, the image from 9to5Mac was a little vague in terms of answering the question of larger case versus just the screen filling. It definitely looks like the screen fills out uh, the case better. Um, but the, the, the image that leaked was pretty interesting because it showed a brand new watch face. It shows what Apple's going to be able to do with that larger screen real estate. In the image, it had um, kind of an analog watch face. Um, and up in the corner, it had, uh, more, um, expressive complications. You know, the complications are the different features that you can kind of add to the, uh, the screen, um, that maybe tell you things like the weather or the date, or there's third party apps that can add complications, um, different things like that. And so, um, just if you look at that screenshot that nine to five Mac has posted, and of course, we'll see more, a lot more of this on Wednesday, Um, they're able to just use that space better and in the corners they had interesting things like for example they had the height they had the current temperature with a neat little graph showing the low and and high temperatures for the day um, and that sort of thing so really interesting better use of the space. We only got to see the the one watch face image that 9to5Mac got so I can't wait to see what Apple does with with its other watch faces. Um, While I do think that the Uh, kind of fake analog watch faces the Apple Watch uh, has and has had look very nice. I personally, this is just me, I personally prefer something that embraces the fact that it really is a digital watch. And so um, for uh, the last couple of years, I've used the activity face pretty exclusively. But, uh, you know, this summer when they were going through the the features for watchOS 5 and they kind of circled back around to the Siri watch face, I said, you know what, I'm going to try that again. And I've been using the Siri watch face um, ever since, and, and I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see what they do with all the different watch faces to better take advantage of that size. And then it'll be interesting to see if there's any new sensors added for any more, uh, you know, data um, or, um, you know, what what new features they have. I think we're going to definitely see a solid state um, side button It kind of looked like that was the case, but... And uh, Apple seems to like to get rid of buttons as much as possible. And of course, that probably also helps them with the water resistance as well. So that's Apple Watch. And then there's been a lot of other uh, rumors about new products Apple has in the works. And a lot of times it's easy for us as Apple Watchers to kind of take all that in and kind of expect Apple to dump all that out in one event. Um, but the reality is they only have so much time they usually stick to about two hours and they they also only have so much that they're ready to release at any given time as well so although there have been rumors about other products we may or may not see them at this Wednesday's event so one of those is an update to the iPad Pro and I think we've all expected for some time that the iPad Pro is going to follow the iPhone 10 and going to that bezel-less screen with face ID and um I don't know if we'll see that at this event or not, but I do think it's something that we can expect this fall, whether they have another event in October or whether it does happen at this event on Wednesday. Um, but, uh, if that's the case, it'll be interesting to see how they handle face ID on the iPad, because unlike the iPhone, which is, uh, you know, 95% of the time, probably you're looking at the iPhone in landscape view or excuse me, in portrait view with the iPad. It's a lot different. I think... I think probably most people use it at least a majority of the time in landscape, but it's definitely one that's made and, and, and is well-suited to both orientations. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if uh, Face ID works in uh, just portrait orientation or if it works in both portrait and landscape and kind of how they handle the notch placement and uh, all those things are interesting to me. So it'll be interesting to see uh, what they do with that. And I hope we know that as soon as this Wednesday, but we'll know this fall, I think, p- with pretty pretty good certainty. Uh, so that'll be nice to see. I love the iPad Pro. I use it a ton. And so I'm excited to see more happen there. The other wild card is, is Mac news. We've we've certainly got the, the Mac Pro that Apple's been working on and has been dropping hints out to the press about what we can expect with that. I kind of don't expect any news from that at this event. Uh, obviously, it would be great if, if, if they did give us some, some more concrete news about it. But it seems like that's probably going to wait until next year. The other more likely thing although i don't know that they would do it at this event is that there have been a lot of rumors around what apple's going to do with the macbook and macbook air you know it, it's always seemed like at some point the macbook would replace the macbook air but it hasn't happened yet and the macbook has never been able to get down to that sub one thousand dollar price point point. and honestly a lot of the rumors regarding the macbook air have been kind of vague and it's hard to know whether you know, is Apple just going to put a Retina screen on basically what we have now with updated processors? Are they going to drop the uh, the MacBook Air entirely or merge it somehow with the MacBook into something else that? <coughs> excuse me, would sit under that one thousand dollar price point. Um, at this point, um, I don't know, and I don't know if we're going to find out this Wednesday or not, or if that would have to wait until um, either just a release without an event, or maybe if they had an event in October that featured the iPad Pro and the Mac together. I don't know. So it'll be interesting to see if we get news about that on Wednesday or if that waits for another event, um, or not. And, um, I think the other thing that I'm always curious about is things regarding Apple TV. I'm a big fan of Apple TV and have been for over a decade now. It's hard to imagine that they first announced that thing in 2006 and it has, uh, evolved and gotten better, but at a very slow pace over time. Um, I don't expect new Apple TV hardware this year. I think that next year is probably more likely for that. It seems like um, every other year is, is when they kind of uh, have hardware updates for the Apple TV. And it doesn't need as frequent uh, uh, hardware updates as, um, as the iPhone and iPad do and, and the Mac. Um, but, you know, more likely, are we going to see any new features? I'm sure they'll reiterate some of the things they talked about, like the new... Uh, I can't wait for the new screensaver where you're able to see those 4k views of earth from space um but will there be any updates to content you know it was um gosh was it just last year that 4k came to the apple tv and we got the apple tv 4k and hdr um and uh, you know we've seen a lot of movies get converted to 4k Uh, not as many as i would have liked but definitely a lot have It's mostly the newer titles which is understandable Um, but, uh, you know, the one holdout in that was Disney. And so you can't get any Disney content in 4k HDR, uh, in the iTunes store. Um, and, um, you know, obviously I would love to get, uh, you know, uh, the Star Wars movies in, in 4k. I'd love to see that Darth Vader scene from the end of Rogue One in 4k, um, you know, obviously the Marvel movies are all part of Disney, the Pixar movies, all of, you know, Disney's classic animation and classic uh, pictures, um, you know, Disney is, is one of the b- biggest, most popular, or maybe I should say the holder of the, of some of the biggest and most popular intellectual property of any, uh, motion picture company out there. And so it's a big hole to not have that available in 4k. And really what the sticking point was is, is Disney wanted to charge more money for 4k and Apple said, nope, we want it to be the same price uh, for every, you know, new release. And, uh, so I, am my hope is that maybe a surprise for this event is that Apple and Disney have come to terms and that we will get 4k and that boom, all my, you know, star Wars movies and other Disney content will be updated to 4k. That's the dream. Um, I hope it happens. but We'll see. The other thing I'd love to see is, uh, you know, I'm a big, big, big user of the TV app, which is kind of confusing when you're talking about the Apple TV and the TV app on the Apple TV. But the TV app is great because it ties into uh, a lot of the other apps that you have and uh, lets you browse kind of all of them from one interface and add them all to your kind of queue of what you're watching. But kind of like how Disney is the big holdout in the 4K thing, um, Netflix is the big, you know, thousand foot thousand pound gorilla i think i'm mixing my metaphors but you know what i mean they're the big holdout in the um in the uh in the tv support so if you watch something in netflix it does not show up in your tv queue of things you're watching and so um although at the risk of that would suddenly flood my up next queue with all the things my kids are watching i would love to see netflix be added to the apple tv uh, TV app. And so we'll see if that happens, but you know, again, Netflix has a lot of clout and they may not want to share that information with Apple, uh, in the way that uh, would make that available. And the other thing that's up in the air with the Apple TV is we've known for months and months and months that Apple is planning to debut a ton of original content. Um, that's something that's a lot harder for them to keep secret because they're, they're dealing with Hollywood. They have an office now in Hollywood. And so, You know, the news of the different shows and movies and documentaries that Apple's been picking up have been uh, in the mainstream Hollywood, you know, movie press. And so um, we've known exactly what shows and what talent, you know, what movie stars and TV stars are signing on and what directors and writers and producers. All that information is out there, but Apple has still yet to say anything publicly about this. And uh, this again, I, my my feeling is it's probably not going to be until next year that they have an official announcement of it, but I would love to uh, be wrong about that and have Apple say something about it at this event. Um, but we'll just have to wait and see what happens with that. Um, but that's just a little preview, just some early thoughts I have about this week's event. Of course, I'll be back um, probably with an episode out. I'll record it probably Wednesday night and have it out Thursday morning, um, kind of talking about what Apple actually did announce. So, you know, share me share with me some thoughts. Hit me up on Twitter at J.W. jwsherrid s h e r r o d. Let me know what you're expecting or hoping for, or, or don't think we'll see all that. Um, if you go to the profile page for this um, podcast, which is Anchor.fm/slash QuickTake, um, there's actually a button you can click on to support the show. That's a feature that Anchor has now. Um, that's a little bit like Patreon and some of those other services where if you want to support. Um, the shows you love that are on Anchor, like Quick Take, um, you can do so monetarily. And they have where you can sign up for recurring payments that you can do with Apple Pay. And you can give as little as a dollar a month um, and uh, and support the show that way. So if you love Quick Take, if you like what, what I'm doing here, uh, I'd encourage you to consider checking that out. I'd love to be able to you know, get some some better equipment. Right now I'm recording this just into the iPhone mic, which is pretty good, but I'd love to get you know, a better mic and, uh, and, and that sort of thing and be able to just bring a little higher quality, uh, audio to the show. So if if you're interested in that, you can again, go to anchor.fm slash quick take, and you can sign up right on there. Uh, as always, thanks for listening and we'll see you on the next episode. Goodbye.